guys and welcome back to another episode of the black health academy podcast jay this is where i stand up and take my people with me me. oh my god i i want february to be longer like i don't know if i've never been into black history month in the past yeah you know what i'm saying but it feel like this this year This year, I think it's just with all the things that we've been we've been conscious of. Yes, this year feels like Black History Month. It's just something that we need to stand proud in, recognize. Yes, and do a little work 100%. And, and researching people and honoring them. A hundred percent. We uh, today, guys, we're recording this is on Sunday, February 23rd, and Jay and I went to a phenomenal church service this morning where uh, the the dancers danced to this song, right? Yeah, I almost cried. I literally almost cried. It was so powerful. It, it was, was so powerful. powerful. And it was done by the youth. It mm-hmm. wasn't. It don't. It doesn't look like anyone was over eighteen. No. Um. And the and the one that was leading, she was phenomenal. They whoever orchestrated that did the choreography. They did a wonderful job. I I, I never wonder who was the choreographer. No. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I wonder who got these girls together. It, it didn't matter. It was so. It's so. Art is so amazing. Like when you can express, um, ideology. Because I really felt like everyone in the room felt the exact same thing as they were expressing these words through their body. Yeah. You know, just about unity and take my people with me and we fight and we fight and we fight. And Harriet Tubman's story is not an old story. It's not a past tense thing. No. You know what I mean? Now there's those of us who are on the front lines now trying to fight for things that are relevant to our time. Right. Hers at that time was just literal freedom, yeah. like physical freedom. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now we're fighting for freedom in so many other ways. Yeah, freedom to wear natural hair. That's still a thing. That's still a thing, Jay. Yeah. That's so still a thing. There's so many things that we still have to fight for and we still need leaders in that space. Absolutely. Yeah. That look like us. That Absolutely. That look like us. Yeah, I, I cannot. I, I just can't be led by somebody who I don't feel like understands my struggle. Right. You know what I mean? It has my same complexion. It right. just is what it is. Right. Right. And so, um, powerful stuff, man. That is the jam. We'll go out on the rest of that song. Um, but if you don't know, that song from Harriet Tubman, Harriet Tubman's um, soundtrack, and it's called Stand Up. And um, it is really powerful because it just hits you in the root of your soul with your yeah, ancestors. when she said, take my people with. That's I my pa- love that. That's it. That's it. I lo- if more people thought, take my people with me, you know? Mm-hmm. 
by black. Take my people with me. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's funny that Ken Lock this morning quoted Malcolm X. So in the Malcolm X documentary on Netflix, it's, it's so funny that Ken Lock said that part this morning because that's the one part where I shouted at the TV when Malcolm X said, to get power, you got to take power. Mm-hmm. And if you ain't willing to take power, you don't deserve it. Yeah, he did quote that. Yeah, it's yeah. so many aspects that we skip over yeah. when it comes to power and leadership. Absolutely. There's so many there's so many different roles that we need to play. Yeah. And it, and it's just, man, paying attention. Paying attention and realizing Listen. that nothing is going to be given to you. We got to do it for ourselves. Yeah. Especially absolutely. with regard to our health. And right. if somebody is, is in a leadership position, be woman enough, be man enough to stand down and listen and take Ooh. and pull from that person. That's what I get sick of. Yes. We're jumping right into this thing. Like, we're jumping yes. oh, no. right into uh-uh. it. Uh-uh. I'm Do so fine. sick of people bucking up against the people with power that can take you where they're trying to, where they're trying to take you. Yes. They're trying to elevate you, but you're so jealous or you so resentful mm-hmm. or you feel so smart mm-hmm. or you feel like you've grown and you know. No, you may know certain things, but in this particular area, be led. Please be led. Please be led. And that's the, that's the thing. I said, just this week, I said, I the reason I know I'm going to be successful is because I'm a better student than I am a teacher. Yeah. Period. Period. I am willing to sit at the feet of anybody and learn. We, we never can know enough. And that's why you got two ears and one mouth. Yeah. Right? Uh, welcome to the Black Health Academy podcast. Uh, I'm Lisa A. Smith, the founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Gifford with Jay. And now, I think I might even want to change the name of the podcast. It's, what do you think about generational health? I don't like it. Wow. Okay. I like black in the title. No, no, no. Okay. Not changing the name of the podcast then. But you know how we always talk about generational wealth? Yeah, I get it. The wordplay, but it ain't wordplay. Okay. Okay. Black generational health, maybe? Calm down. All right. First of all, the smirk. I need to calm down. I need to calm down. (laughs) First of all, your megawatt smile like you just hit the jackpot with that, and and I'm not. It wasn't megawatt. I wasn't showing all my teeth. It was only a few of them. It was only a few of my teeth. Like, nah, sis. Generation. Okay, well, what I want to talk about today is generational health. Then. Okay. Well, okay. Don't do the calm down here. I'm not that. I'm. You act like I'm all hype about it. I just said I didn't like it. You know what? When you you want you see your problem is you shoot people down too quick. You need to let it hover in the air a little. Did you not say what do you think about generation? And you should have said hmm. Why? That's your just like today. (laughs) Just like today. So after church, we went to Chai (laughs) and got some food. And as we were leaving, Lisa's like. I want some tea. Do you think I should get it from here? What did I say? Instantly, without a heartbeat. Absolutely. What else would you do? Certain things don't require thought. It makes too much sense. It, like, I know the answer right here, right now. We're like, yeah, what, what would I think to, to go somewhere else and get tea when we're right here, right now? Like, certain things. That was a horrible example. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it just happened today and it, and it, and it relates. That's perfectly. a horrible okay. example. Okay, but yeah, like, no, I, generational hell. It could be a podcast topic, maybe, you know. You can on my Get nerves. planted first Saturday, generational health. Boom, there we go. <laughs> I hate you. Let's get into <laughs> some black health history. Okay. All right. Um, so welcome to the podcast, guys. We're going to go over some stuff today, man. Exciting times are ahead. I want to talk about, Jay. okay, two people I want to highlight, actually, okay. for black history. Um, neither one are, are in the health field, but I think it would be super cool if you guys hadn't already, and if you have Netflix, sit down with um, somebody you love and watch a documentary on Netflix called Uppity. 
And this is a film about the first black man to uh, be qualified to drive an Indy 500, right? So mm-hmm. interesting, you know, it's a sport that most of us don't pay much attention to. And I know a lot of black people don't pay much uh, attention to, you know, fast race car racing, whatever it's called. Uh, um, but this film about the first black man to qualify to drive an Indy 500 was a phenomenal film, phenomenal film. And he, he's still alive by the way. So it was him telling the story. So every, you know, um, story, every, everything he told was coming straight out of his mouth. And it was so amazing to watch him chronicle his own story. There were certain parts where his eyes, he teared up and, parts where he laughs, parts where he cursed. It was just amazing to watch him go through his whole life and the emotions that was attached to each segment of his life and on his journey. And um, it's a great lesson in black history because it was very detailed in the obstacles that were put before him. Yes. So Jay, definitely sit down with the babies. Watch, watch uppity. Uh, It was really, really good. The gentleman's name is uh, Willie, Willie ribs. And like I said, still alive. And I, I, first of all, I learned so much about race car driving. Like, who knew? Like, it's so much stuff <laughs> to know. Who knew it was a thing to know? Right, right, right. Um, but amazing. So highly recommend it. Um, the second person I want to highlight in Black history is the first Black woman to win a Michelin star. Mm-hmm. And she's out. Her restaurant is out of Chicago. Her name is Maria Russell. And the name of the restaurant is Kiko, K-I-K-K-O. Um, and so she, if you, for those of you who don't know, the Michelin star is uh, one of the most prestigious awards you can yep, win in the chef her. industry. Yes. Yeah, it's one of the most prestigious awards you can win as a restaurant owner or, or as like a five-star chef. And so I remember, so I love like all of the chef documentaries on Netflix. I watch yeah. them all the time. And I remember they did a documentary specific or a series specifically on Michelin yes. star chefs. And so in that moment, I made it my priority to travel to the world to go to these Michelin star restaurants. And I remember going to the website for one of them to make a reservation. And it's like years out. Like, you can't even get a reservation, like, next week or next month. Like, some of these are really... So, now, I, like, I plan my life usually around places. I would that tell you that I'm I'm going to plan my life around seeing all of the, um, all of the Blue Zones? I'm, wow. I'm traveling to every Blue Zone. So As that, you should, my friend. Yeah, so there's seven Blue Zones in the world. And for those of you who don't know, a Blue Zone is an area of the world, the seven areas of the world that has the longest living people and the healthiest longest living people. And only one is in the U.S. in Loma Linda, California. Um, and so something I read recently, I, oh, I went to a, a lecture last week about Alzheimer's and dementia, which was really, really good. And they talked about, um, they come from Loma Linda, California, which is yeah. a blue zone. And I said in that moment, I was like, I'm going to every blue zone in the world. So, um, anyway, that's how I plan my life based on stuff I want to see that seems relevant or a big deal. So, so I'm saying that to say next time you guys are in Chicago, stop by Maria Russell's restaurant. It's a Japanese-inspired cuisine. It's not vegan. It's not plant-based, but I'm sure you can get something vegan or plant-based on the menu, however it goes. First black woman. We're still making black history. First black woman to win a Michelin star. Um, and she's young as well. It's not. I mean, she's a young girl in, in this restaurant in Chicago. And so if you live there already, if you're traveling to there soon, I had a client who was leaving for Chicago just this week. And I said, go to this restaurant. Go to this restaurant. Support this black woman. So um, make sure you make that a priority um, to support her and, and show that love. Uh, but that's you got anything for black history? Yeah, so there's someone I want to highlight um, for Black History Month, and that's my mother. I was just thinking about her recently. Well, I'm always thinking about her in this aspect. I was thinking about how multifaceted she was in her personality and the how goofy. Like, my mother was so 
goofy. Like we had to sing Christmas carols on Christmas. Like she wanted to, like she was the type of person who was seeing 99 bottles of beer on the wall on a road trip. And I was thinking about how, how much we respected her. Like when it was time to be serious, we respected her. She was, her finances were on point. She, you know, every lane, like she mastered that lane. She didn't feel like, oh, because I'm a person that's traveling all the time, I have to spend all my money. Like, no, I'm going to travel all the time. I'm going to also save my money. I'm going to be super serious, but I'm going to raise my kids firmly. I'm going to be, you know, kind all the time, but I'm going to know when to put my foot down. And I just really was thinking about like, that's why I am who I am. Like, I know that you can be kind, but you can also have a backbone. Yes. You can be silly, but you can also be stern. Yes. And so I was just thinking like, this is why I want to highlight for Black History Month because without her, I would have thought like, to make people respect you, you have to be a certain way. Yeah. Like, no, I'll sit here and cackle with you, high five with you, but no, that you will never run over me. Yeah. You will never disrespect me. And I'm not going to even say never, because you can disrespect me and you can try to run over me, but that'll be your last time. Oh, yeah. You're going to learn a lesson. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be your very last time. I do not have to choose just one lane. Yeah. I can be, you know, the, this person with these different layers to me. And, and be the type of person that I want to be. I don't have to choose one or the other. So she single-handedly taught me that. And also, how to protect my children. I was telling um, somebody recently how most people, when they have children, they think about protecting them from pedophiles. Mm. Like, I'm gonna, I don't want them to go over people's house, certain people's house, because, I, you know, it may be pedophiles over there. There may be this and that. But my mother not only protected us from that, mm-hmm. but she protected us from certain energies. Only one of her friends we we were allowed to be around. She kept certain mindsets away from us. Mm. Because you may not be a pedophile, but you're for lot the way you curse. You may smoke. You may trash talk men. You may mm-hmm. have an abusive mother and, and you may bring that type of environment or like she kept us away from all of that. Mm. Because just a conversation, just being in your home with your friend can impact your kid. It's not just about pedophile violating them physically yeah, or it's about yeah. certain ideology certain certain conversations yeah. your kids get clips of and now that's robbing them of their innocence yeah because there's a conversation i did not hear until i was old enough to hear them i never saw my mother drinking um she had when i got older i saw oh you will have a drink but she didn't have a bunch of drinks in front she didn't have friends over drinking yeah. she kept us away from and she didn't um shelter us to where the world scared us she took us we flew back and forth and saw different things but she kept all of the drama and all of the different Mm -hmm. you know the way other people were brought up in their environments from bring from taking her environment with her children that seems like it's harder to do than a pedophile it seems like it's harder to protect because there's more of that out there it's a lot of that you know like my neighbors i hear her kids there and then I hear people, a lot of people coming over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was thinking about how I go around certain people. Like, I have certain co-workers I used to work with. We go out for brunch. But they're not allowed over my home because even though you're women, you can't be around my kids because I, you're, you, I don't think you add value to them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just in Black History, I just really want to honor my mother for just, you so know. So, question about that real quick while we there. She like, even though you're women, you can't be around my kids because I don't think you add value. Or whoever you are, man or woman. Why would you be around them? Like, what value do they add to you? I'm not... They add value as far as an adult. Like, like if I go out to brunch with them, 
you may tell me something about, or just simply fun, or you may tell me like one of one of my brunch crew, I call them the brunch crew, mm-hmm. we'll just hash it out over different problems we're having. Like, okay, you know, like one person may teach me, one person works at the bank. Like she may teach me like, get the gap insurance, you know, this is finance or this. But my kids don't need to know that, but your energy is not pure enough though to be around my children. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm developed emotionally. So I know how to filter out what I don't want or like about your personality and extract what I do. Yeah. I wouldn't bring a person that's full of drama around me because there's good aspects to you. Yeah. But to be around a developing mind and a developing, um, someone who's emotionally developing, mm-hmm. I don't think wholly mm-hmm. you can be around my kids. Like you're around my kids because all the different factors that make you who you are. Mm-hmm are in place and in line. Mm-hmm. So I know if I even walked, if I was like, Lisa, stay right here. You know what I'm saying? I'll be right back. I'm about to go. I know that they're not going to hear you on the phone mm-hmm. cussing nobody out or mm-hmm. anything like that. Where if I'm with you, mm-hmm. no no offense, but you might cuss out somebody in traffic. Like, <laughs> I know you wouldn't do that around my no, kids. Uh-uh. So it's a difference between me being an adult around someone and my kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that answer the question? Got it. Okay. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I just really want to honor her because that was generational yes. wealth as well because I get to pass down, um, like somebody posted in Facebook, I'm actually giving my kids a childhood that they don't have to heal from, and that means a lot to me. The, all they have to do when they become an adult yes. is be an adult. You don't have to get therapy therapy from the things that I did for you or did not uh, did to you or didn't do for you. Yes. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people... You know, uh, someone else posted, like, I don't understand why people minimize children's problems when a lot of you still haven't healed from your childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. How do you minimize what children are going through yep. when you still haven't healed from what you went through? Yep. So, yeah, that's my black history. Um, I, I just really, really, really appreciate the way I was brought up. I, nothing ever traumatizing ever ever happened to me not a conversation not a pedophile not um robbed of my innocence from a a conversation that was too old for my young ears nothing love it love it and it shows in a way you grew up as an adult like your level of confidence um your your wisdom you know i'm always talking about your wisdom (laughs) (laughs) but it actually shows um and your and how many healthy relationships you're able to have with people that yeah. last a long time. Yeah, yeah. Like I want you to know that it shows. I don't know if you. I know you take value, and then I was never exposed to something. But I want you to know how like it has groomed you into be like a well-rounded adult. Oh, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like I see that there's not like residual effects of no, I don't trauma have, not or abuse. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that ever happened to me was things I grew up in, made stupid mistakes, but nothing because it's generational or I was exposed to this. I didn't know. Like no, none, none right, of that, right, nothing. no. Uh-uh. So yeah, no, and that's a very rare, rare story. I realize that because every time someone posts something about or I read an article and I go to the comments, everyone's like, "Yeah, that happened to me." That happened. I'm like, wow. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, trauma is a, a real thing. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah, so I love it. Black History Month. Let's get into Wait What. Wait What is our segment where we identify something we either saw, heard, or experienced in the last week or two that made us go, wait, what? Let's get it. Am I going first? Sure. <laughs> okay, so my wait was real light. Um, 
So you texted me the other day, right? So for those who don't know, Lisa and I share a common personality trait, and that's being extremely dramatic about things <laughs> we either love or hate, right? So she texted me the other day <laughs> a teacup that she got while we were in Jamaica, like, I'm about to mail you this cup. Like, there's no way one person should have this much happiness to themselves, right? <laughs> I <laughs> and did, I'm like, I did. Uh, all right, sis, I get it. You like the teacup, right? Because we, we're super dramatic. And I just moved on with my day. Didn't think else, anything else about it. <laughs> so I went, I, I ran out of the uh, tea I got from Goldfish. Well, I still have the lavender, but, okay. you know, yeah. the lavender hit different. Not a big fan. So I ran, I made an emergency stop at Kroger because I like loose tea. But I was like, man, I need some tea made an uh, emergency stop on my lunch to Kroger. And I seen a tea that I had never seen before. And it was lemon, I think lemon mango by stash or whatever, lemon something. Mm-hmm. And so um, before I left, I put the hot water in my favorite cup, right? Uh-huh. So I'm on the phone. I get the tea. I, I'm on the phone. And, and then I finally take a sip of this tea. Lisa. <laughs> First of all, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize for thinking you have been. I had to. I almost had to hold on to like the the trunk of somebody's random car because the endorphins almost knocked me over. I said, "Should I get rid of this? Am I allowed to feel this good? Is something allowed to be this delicious? And what's the weight? What the weight? What about it, bro? <laughs> Let me tell you the weight. What? Because I ain't got to it." It stressed me out because we're all walking around not knowing what we need in our life. I had no idea. I had no idea that that's what my soul needed. Imagine that was the missing piece. Yeah. Who knew? I was like, there is levels. There is. How did I think my life was complete? Like, how did I think I was happy? First of all, and you had never had that sense. Never. You never. You weren't. I said. But that's the true definition is you can't miss what you never had. And also ignorance is bliss. I guess so. And I'm glad ignorance is bliss. Absolutely. Because stash. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I said. So y'all just out here making tea lemony? That's what that's what y'all gonna do? So you bought me some? Oh. So you put some I was uh-huh. So 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 you proceeded to come on the podcast and tell that whole story. No, first of all, first of all, we had just planned on going to church. None of this was planned. I thought we were just gonna go our separate ways after church. No, you didn't. We had planned on going tea shopping. We sure did. That's why you was out of line like a. <laughs> all right, so yeah, y'all, we went. We was planning on going tea tea shopping after church, and Lord. it was closed today. So that's why I did. I knew it was something because I'm like, there's no way I, the deliverance of this tea. Have you have you used you. the tea bags? That is two part. Wait, what? Second part of my wait, what? Yes, ma'am. You got to keep people on your squad. <laughs> We always talk about squad gang gang. Listen. Them top five, baby. They matter. So with the stash. Yeah. I went here and throw something. What was I, what was I drinking? Was that Herba, 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 what is it called? Yeah. I don't know. Herba Monte or something like that. Y-E-R-B-A. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Herba I just Mate. put a yeah. little bit in there. And that, and then I threw some ginger in there. Mm. Put you put the fresh the ginger in the bag? In the bag. I ain't want it floating around. I said, why Why can't my ginger go into my bag? Jay, that's brilliant. Why can't it go into I've my bag? I've only been putting the tea in the bag. Nah, you throw, Put the ginger. 
throw some ginger. I'm about to punch sis. the air. I'm about to punch the air. <laughs> throw it in your bag. I've never put it in the bag. I've always put it outside the no, bag. Nope. So put the fresh Keep ginger as long as you want. And you can even put the fresh ginger on a separate, a whole separate bag. What if you want it to be more gingery? Drop it back in there. Okay. No. All right. All right. Do that make up for not bringing the stash? Absolutely, it does. Because <laughs> right. I. Wow. Yeah. 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 Do that. Do that for yourself. So yeah, that's my weight. What my life was changed in the blink of an eye. Lord. Yep. Lord. That's amazing. What's your weight? What? Oh God. Uh, d- doesn't compare. But I'm gonna go ahead and still <laughs> say it. I'm gonna say it because I said I had one. Okay. Lord, and I just like being sticking to my word, but uh, it's really not needed. Oh, be prepared to be disappointed. Absolutely, absolutely. Be prepared to be. Oh, my my minuscule way what goes on something like this. Uh, (laughs) Um, so I got a um a a, a email that somebody had submitted a question on my website, right? So somebody went on the website, LisaAngelSmith.com, and submitted a question about their thyroid, a gentleman. Mm So uh, I emailed him back and answered mm-hmm. his question about hyperthyroidism and a, a goiter on his thyroid. And then I forgot that in the signature of my email, it says book a call with me here. Mm-hmm. Right. So I answer his question. And then the next day I get an email saying I got a call booked with him. And I was like, oh, he must have clicked on the link in my signature. Cool. So we hop on the call the next day and he want me to go into more detail about his thyroid. And so I'm answering his question. We we going over, going over. And um, he's like, yeah, thank you so much. Because when my doctor, you know, told me, you know, I had this growth on my thyroid. He's like, everybody I go to tell me, every doctor tell me I need to get it removed. I need to get it surgically removed. And he was like, I'm thinking to myself, there has to be a better way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get surgery, nothing that invasive. It's got to be a lifestyle change I can make mm-hmm. to handle this thyroid situation. And so he said, man, I appreciate this so much. Just give me somewhere to start. I was like, yeah, no problem. Um, so we getting off the phone because I'm at the hair shop, getting my hair done, everything. And so I said, oh, um, before you go, how did you hear about me? <laughs> he was like, at court. And I said, bro, bro. I said, wait, what? what? <laughs> he said, yeah, I was at court. I said, no doubt thugs need health information too. <laughs> What's up, baby? <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. That makes sense. Uh <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm here for all the people. Right, right, right. He said, I was at court. <laughs> and he said, I was kind of slumped over because my back was killing me. And he was like, so I was talking to this guy. And the guy was, uh, I told him the exact pain that I was having, the pain shooting down my left side. And the guy was instantly like, oh, sciatica. You have sciatica nerve. And, and he said, the guy described to a T the pain I was feeling and everything. He was like, nah, I've been to plenty of doctors. Nobody had told me the sciatica. He was like, I'm talking to this guy. And he tells me right away, this is what's going on with you. And he's like, I was so grateful. He was like, and I was so impressed with his knowledge that I was like, well, can you tell me what's going on with my thyroid? Uh Right. And so the guy was like, oh, no, no, I don't know nothing about the thyroid. But talk to my sister. She's in that courtroom right there. And she can help you out. She deal. We, me and her both are into health and she'll know more about that part of it. Uh Right. And so the guy was like, okay, cool. So he goes into the courtroom. And his sister was the the sheriff, deputy inside the court. Layers to the story. It's so many layers, Jay. Wow. It's so many layers. It ain't gonna beat the tea, but. And so, so he said, I goes into the courtroom, and he said, I for, please forgive me, I forget the uh, lady's name. I'm just gonna call her Sheriff Baker. So he said, I see Sheriff Baker, and he said, I go up to her like, yeah, your brother just told me in the hallway to come talk to you about this thyroid issue that I have, and that you may be able to help me out with. And he said, she was like, oh, you need to talk to somebody named Lisa Smith. Period. 
spirit. He said, she was like, yeah, she, she helped me through some of my health stuff. And, um, I ain't got her number right now, but just Google her, look her up and she'll be able to help you out. He was like, and hey, here I am. I said, wait, what? It's almost low key like chain of command. Jay. Like, Jay. He was like, yeah, I'm going like, where you need to be. He was like, bump that traffic ticket. He was like, that traffic ticket wasn't nothing. He was like, I was in court that day for that. That was I was that was what I was in court for. That's crazy. Jay. So your name's trying to reach far and wide is what is what you're saying. I'm just saying my name is in these streets. I couldn't believe it. He was like, yeah, the sheriff in the court. 30, I, I'm assuming, I don't know if it was 36th district, but he's like, the sheriff told me to call you. Wow, congratulations. Uh, thank you. I don't know if that was the, the moral of the story. I don't know. No, but but I feel no, like. But the same way you felt is the way I felt, and so I thought it was a way what. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, no, I don't, it wasn't yeah. no big woo-ha. Yeah, but it was just it's, like. It's, 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 you, we already knew it was gaining momentum. We know it's gaining momentum. But yeah, it's absolutely. still like the validation of the movement. No, here's the part that also made me proud. It ain't a way what, but this is the extra layer. He was like, she said, definitely give you a call because you know your stuff. He was like, but more importantly, she said, and you for our people. That's the part that got me. Take That's people with me. <laughs> Listen, Man, that's the part. Take my people. That's the part, Jay, because like I, I, I think I've proved that I know a little bit about health. I don't been on enough stages, but I've also proved that I'm for us. And that's the part. That's the part that got me. And I, I hung up and I called my mama. <laughs> That's how you know it hit. Like, I need, I need to talk to my mama right now. I was like, Ma. And then she had said. <laughs> and guess what? And she for our people. That's dope. That's dope. Hey, the black help come through. No, no, no. Generational help. Remember you Generational help. I'm just saying. <laughs> Generational help. I never change. Take that black. I, I will you. slap. Boy. I won't. I won't. All right. But that's that, what's up, though. That was a huge weight. What I was like, wow, man, we doing it. We yeah, doing it. The movement. The movement. We've got a little momentum out here. We've got a little momentum yeah, out here. In that traction. And so. I know I, I always get in my feelings, but once again, to everybody listening, thank you for everybody who's name dropped the Black Health Academy, who's dropped uh, my name, who's came to our classes. You guys are literally spreading the me message that we are here for y'all. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. It's pretty amazing. I booked a um, I booked a speaking engagement this week for somebody who randomly is inside the Black Health Academy. She was like, I found the Black Health Academy, started listening to your stuff, started listening to the lectures. And um, I was wondering if you can come speak at my job. I was like, okay. What? Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yes, this is exactly. And, and that's that's just a testament to staying true to, first of all, your purpose. Yes. But not deviating and, and being led by what seems deemed as popular, trendy, yes. or whatever. Like, if you really believe in something, hold fast to that and stand in it. Unmovable. You know what I mean? Because. There are people who need people who are 100% authentic. Yes. You know what I mean? And yes. people will feel that. There's no way you can fake. Well, you can. You can fake. You but think you can it, fake authenticity, though? You know the one we call Liar Liar. D did a good, a swell job at it. But mm. 
the na- but the name is starting to circle back around. Mm. You know who I'm talking about? Mm-mm. We talked about. <laughs> but I'm sure I get it. Like we talked about it at the uh, the party, and we just watched them move around the room, and we were just watching. Like, yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. So yes. I know you're talking about. Yeah, and and his name is starting to circle back around. Mm, you know, like. Yep. And, and eventually, it's going to catch up. Just like good things catch up to you. You know what I mean? Or just like bad things catch up. Good everything things, Everything up. circles back around to you. And True. you're going to get, you know, which what's due. So, speaking of <laughs> names in the street. So, <laughs> I, we went out. Nick and I went out last night to, uh-huh. the, to the fight. So, I walk in. And I see... Um, someone from my childhood that we grew up on the same block and i'm like hey you know i'm talking to her. she like she get up give me a hug of course you know like the average person overweight not necessarily obese but you need to drop some pounds absolutely and she's like man you look so good you look so good man i, I didn't even know we you know we're on facebook she's like i follow you i know you do this and i know you do this. and she just kind of like was, was asking me a zillion questions like you know i know you are vegan and you gave up this and you don't do it and you, and you exercise and you do this i'm like yeah she was like i gave up pork and then she just kept asking me a million questions right and i'm just giving her the answers or whatever and she was like you know because i can't do all you what you doing and i'm like that's because you don't have to I was like, all you need to do is do better than what you... So we had, like, a conversation. I keep trying to, like, you know, like, steer her in the right direction. Why she hit me with? Because I know you charge to tell people this, so I'm trying to get all the information I can while I got you. <laughs> oh, no, no. I said, did you just finesse me in my face? <laughs> to finesse the hell? I, said, bl- I said, I'm not mad. Finesse. Oh, she finesse. Because I'm like, why are we having this long in the middle? The finesse ain't the problem. It's the admission she, of the she finesse. She told me in my, look me in my eyeballs. And, and said, said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I got, I've been I've been wanting to ask a million questions. I knew asking on Facebook would be <laughs> problematic. But I, since I got you here. Since I got you and here. And social of friendly, somewhere we supposed to be talking. Yeah. Why not talk about this? And what you think about this? And what you think about that? And I didn't even think nothing of it. So she, I said, oh, oh yeah. Too, finesse I said, but it's all good. I'm proud of you. You got <laughs> For that alone. For that alone, my friends. Yeah, so that's that's what's up. But in reference to um, <laughs> my man who talked about his thyroid, I'm currently reading a book by Suzanne Summers called Knockout, and it's about curing cancer. Um, you know, Suzanne Summers was diagnosed with breast cancer years ago before she, you know, she's a huge health advocate. Yeah. She believes in the natural path, um, holistic way. Yeah. She, um, but she didn't know it when she had breast cancer. So she knows all these things now, and I'm learning so much. But what made me think about this book is that when you said that the doctors want to do something invasive. So, you know, I've been having this like this pain on the right side of my stomach Mm -hmm. for a while. Mm -hmm. And I went to the doctor the other day and um, she was like, you know, I can't really give you a a clear cut answer. I I have some things I think it may be. She was like, but you need to get a CT scan. And so I was immediately like, no. I don't, I, I don't want a CT scan. I want you to follow the least, um, you know, radiation. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go. So I got an ultrasound. I was like, a CT scan is too much. We're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Like test my blood first. Give me an ultrasound secondly. Mm-hmm. See what you come up with that before you fill my body with radiation. And the only reason I knew this is because of reading Suzanne Summers' mm-hmm. book. Man, y'all have got to pick these book uh, books yes. up. Look at these documentaries, mm, yep. man. Look at these YouTube videos giving you the knowledge. Like, they empower you so much. Yes. I would have just happily jumped, not even realizing that I'm pumping my body full of the things that 
I'm trying to avoid. Like yep. we're trying to avoid cancer. Oh, you want to see if I have cancer? Okay, well, give me a, a CT scan and pump my body full of radi radiation that may cause cancer. It doesn't even make sense. Like there are there are things that you can test your body, you know, before first, you do that. Yes, first, absolutely. Eliminate some things first yes. before you go pumping me with all these different things. And that book alone taught me that. She said. That's the first thing they want to do. Yep. You know what I mean? And yep. it's full, filled with so much radiation. Yep. And she just goes on and on. And she was talking about how they tried to persecute these holistic doctors. I didn't know that holistic doctors went through as much as they went through. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that they literally tried to take their license from them. Strip them of their, um, you know, their licenses and their certificates. And their credibility. And their credibility, yep. mostly. And one of the doctors... I mean, they said they actually raided his house. Like, they had guns drawn. Like, he had murdered people because he was curing people yeah. left and right. And she said, we don't even like to say curing in the cancer, um, you know, in that space because... There is no technically no cure for cancer, yeah. but these people have been in remission for seven, five, ten years, including herself, yeah. um, because she got the radiation and the chemo, not knowing better. But then she found out, and then she started following their way. Mm. So that's kept the cancer all those yes. years at bay. Yes, but these these you know pharmaceutical companies, the FDA, all of those different people, they don't want us to be healthy. So. When you come to um, the Black Health Academy, when you listen to this podcast, when you come to get planted, mm. all these things, man, please, please implement them because they really benefit off of us being sick. And that was never the intention for them to make us sick. Mm -hmm. But we want a convenience and they want a capital. Mm -hmm. And then it made this cocktail of, um, what do you call it? Just sickness uh, yep. in our bodies. Sickness, yep. sickness, illness, inflammation. Like Death. they didn't, it mm -hmm. wasn't you know, some conspiracy that they try to get us sick, mm. but Oh, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Like we get capital and we get to fund the hospitals. So, yeah. you know, just because we wanted some convenient stuff and it should not be like that. I agree. They I love what you just well. said. I love you just said it. You breeze past it, but that was a gem right there. You said we want a convenience and they want a capital and it was the perfect marriage. Yeah. It was quite complimentary. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? They never intended. They never intended for us no. to be sick. And I, and I don't like to say like they want you to be sick because it sounds like we think it's a conspiracy. No, it was never a conspiracy theory. People just got a hold of convenient things and it worked. Yeah. It just worked. Absolutely. Like, oh, they're getting sick. Yeah. Just, okay. Now we got the people that selling the stuff because all they wanted to do was sell it. All they wanted to do was you be the, their family when they were selling, you know, the, the pop tarts and the, and the, you know, hungry man's uh, dinner that you can just microwave. That's all they wanted to do was you to buy their product. But what ended up happening is we ended up getting all these different issues yes. and getting cancer and getting obesity. And it's yep. like, oh, this is a multi-billion dollar industry because you want convenience. Yep, it's a balloon out of control. And I don't think size necessarily, because you know, it's like all these big companies um, and there's actually now like, there's pride in staying small and staying local and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right, but we can't help enough people if we stay small so we mm -hmm. gotta grow so it's not that it's these huge that these massive industries the pharmaceutical it's a trillion dollar industry right yeah the packaged food is a trillion dollar industry there's mm -hmm. only seven companies in the world who control all the food in the world and i think sometimes we are just like 
they're big and they are out for us. No, we. Their only reason they're big is because we paid them to be exactly. big. Exactly. That's it. Like we literally That's funded it. their their growth. <laughs> we funded yeah. their growth. You literally. know what I mean? Literally. Yeah. Literally. Absolutely. So, like Jay said, when we recommend things to you guys, whether it be a documentary, whether it be a book, a lot of you guys, you come to the first Saturday class. I tell you about documentaries that I just watched. I tell you about books I'm reading. We do the pop quiz on the board every month. Like this is for you to learn because the only way like jay said she wouldn't have been able to avoid that ct scan if she hadn't got that knowledge from that book and so it's so important that you guys take this information and make it self-help and not shelf help like you literally apply something out that you learn and don't just give yourself credit for learning it it's not enough no it's not not. enough because you're gonna get tested Mm -hmm. because you're gonna listen to me or you're gonna listen to another podcast you're gonna listen to a youtube video and then inevitably Oh my God, right after I heard that, my mom got sick or I got diagnosed with something. My kid got something. My foot started hurting. I had to go to the doctor and they said, and you, it is so easy to slip back into the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You could have just watched it, read it, listened to it, but you slip back into the comfort zone because you're in the in the environment that says the doctor is right. So now you're sitting in their office. When you were sitting at your desk watching YouTube, you had your your power, power to the people fist right. up. You know right. what I mean? Enough is enough. But when you get back into the doctor's office, when you have this white coat, hovering over you um and they're on a pedestal and it seemed like what they saying got to be right we sometimes slip back you know what i mean into the the inferior or the submissive position and we submit yeah you know what I mean? Or when we get when you get back in front of your your parents and they be like, I raised you on that. Ain't nothing wrong with cheese. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with chicken. Ain't nothing wrong. You, you you slip back into the submissive and you forget everything that you've learned. And not only have you learned it, you've been provided evidence of it. Mm-hmm. So we ain't just saying something. You also get studies and numbers and facts and testimonies and you get and evidence yeah. and resources. So don't slip back into they say it yeah the comfort zone because i get that when you get at that family dinner and you're the only one talking like this you're outnumbered and it seems like well maybe they a little bit won't hurt Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. so easy so just remember that it's just so so important and and it's interesting the reason i was able to help him with his thyroid j is because i'm literally reading a book right now by neil bernard called your body in balance and those books man those those books. books those books and I was able to go deeper than what I would have before. And it's interesting because I was like, oh, and I told him about the book. I was like, I also want you to read the book. And I told him about it. And I guess he wasn't the people who take action right away. Because before we got on the phone, he said, where can I, is this book on Amazon? And I said, I was like, you know what? Probably not yet. Neil Bernard sent me the book personally. And I forgot that. Flex. Slight flex. Right, right. Slight flex. Slight flex. But literally, I forgot. I had Neil Bernard had emailed me, what's your address? I'm going to send you my new book. That's what's up. Yeah, well, you know. And so I'm like, you know what? I forgot that I just got this book in the mail from him, but it's coming out like in a minute. Cause I, but I told him, Neil Bernard is coming to Michigan, to Birmingham, Michigan in March. We're bringing him in and he's speaking. I was like, so I need you at his lecture because his expertise is hormones thyroid all of that stuff so i need you to come to his lecture he said i'm there i said i'm holding you to it Mm -hmm. so he called me for information but what i do immediately i let him know where to get the next level of information the buck don't stop with me right the buck don't stop with the black health academy let me tell you let me put somebody in front of you who has been studying this for years yeah you know what i mean so when we can you guys those extend those branches take them yeah just like the book i'm reading it doesn't stop with this book she put she put so many and this is and please 
you guys, Suzanne Summer has so much knowledge. Mm. Um, and this book is filled with holistic duck for cancer mm-hmm. specifically. You may know someone. Uh, eventually, I don't know where this information can help your life, but just just note it. Um, in this book, knockout, there's called knockout. Yes, by Suzanne Summer. Suzanne Summer. Okay, it's a bunch of doctors who believe wholeheartedly that the pharmaceutical industry mm. is poisoning us, poisoning us, and they're not they're they're not here to save us. They're not even here to um suspend the problem mm. they're just here to make money from us so you know if you want more information just grab that book man i i it, and it's a good read it's not a hard read. ah that's you know yeah, what i mean yeah that makes some books are like oh god this is good information but they, yeah. the way they write no it is a phenomenal read she's a good author i love it i can't wait yeah i cannot wait yeah um something can like said this morning that i want to um talk about he said, don't do something so long that it becomes who you are. Mm. Remember that, Jay? Oh, absolutely. We uh, looked at each other. We sure did look at each other. <laughs> like, mm, mm, mm. Ain't that true? Ain't that the truth? Don't do something so long that it becomes who you are. So don't... How many people become their illness? Ooh, you know that's a touchy subject for me. And I apologize. No, go on. <laughs> how, how many people make it a part of who they are. How many people are are rude or so direct that it comes off as rudeness or uh, are always chronically late or are chronic procrastinators? How many people are chronic quitters? How many people chronically are toxic and pessimistic and negative? And mm-hmm. how many of us claim it? Mm-hmm. Like proudly. Mm-hmm. This is just how I am. Mm-hmm. this is just who i am yeah i always been like that i always been like that take me or leave me you know what i mean either get on board or get rolled over mm-hmm. right and um we allow these we we give ourselves these titles we allow other people to give them to us. we give ourselves these titles and we own them and we claim it as who we are right because we've done something so long that we've allowed it to become an extension of ourselves mm-hmm. And one of my, um, our master classes inside the Black Health Academy, it's in sci-fi. It's called Doing Versus Becoming. Mm-hmm. And in this audio lecture, I teach the difference between doing the thing and actually becoming the person who does the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's two very different things. So in, in, in when I'm teaching this, I'm teaching it from a, a positive aspect. Like the reason you haven't been able to reach your weight loss goal is because you haven't become a person who values health enough. Mm-hmm. Through you, But you will by the gym shoes you you will pay for the gym membership you will enroll in the fitness classes yeah, for sure you you will buy the meal planner kit right so you do the things but you haven't become the person so doing versus becoming but sometimes if we flip that on its head you've become the person mm-hmm. and that inadvertently has led you to do the thing i.e talk sideways to people you've become the person so that leads you to do the thing which is i.e constantly procrastinate or quit or don't follow through and set an example yeah because that's what ken lock was talking about you know being dirty versus being soiled Mm -hmm. so you're in an environment yeah you you see all these things yeah you know and you might get a speck of dirt on you like the speck of dirt may be you may go to uh, a, a work or hang out with your friends they may gossip and then you may find yourself gossiping yeah that's the dirt. You can brush that off and say, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Being soil is in the fabric of who you are. Period. 
that's in the fabric and it's hard to come out. Yes. So you just have to be mindful, not saying who, and keep keep that repetitive thing going on to where it's, it's literally automatic versus, you know, manual. Like, you know, certain things I'll do just to engage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm not really with, you know, just sitting here talking about shopping, but I'll do it. This is the company I'm keeping right now versus that's all you can talk about. You know what I mean? Like it's a difference between knowing who you are and this is really who you are automatically. Like, Mm -hmm. are you getting dirty or are you becoming soil? Like, Mm. is this a part of your makeup now? Mm -hmm. And when you go somewhere else, you're going to dirty someone else and then they could possibly be soil. Yeah. I like that. Is Mm. that deep? That's deep. Okay. You nailed it. Yeah. Oh, you nailed it. Oh, you nailed that thing. Uh Something else he said. You went to the bathroom at this part because I want to look over at you so bad. Dang, I couldn't hold it another second No, I understand. Okay. He said, y'all walking around. (laughs) Ooh, this deep, y'all. He said, Y'all walking around thinking people are alive, but really it's just a spastic reflex. He said, in the onset of rigor mortis. I said, what? (laughs) I said, what? He said, people are just walking around moving, looking like they alive, but really they are dying. Like, you think people are so sweet out here. You think people are so engaged out here Uh when it's just a reflex that's not everything on autopilot. Everything you you never you never press. You just going through the motions. I said, "What? Run that? I, have you ever wanted to stand up and say, run that back, Pastor? <laughs> <laughs> run that back, Pastor?'" <laughs> I said, well, "Why she? It's the what? onset of rigor mortis. Yes, yes. It's a spastic reflex. They're not even consciously responding right. to you. Right, right. And 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 the and the thing about you know being around certain people." Is you you learn you're learning from somebody who's not even thinking about what they're doing, and this is what I was teaching my daughter when she was younger. Mm. Most of the people who will tease you, who will who will try to um, condemn the things that you're doing, they're learning from people now that I got a new saying with spastic reflex. <laughs> this is not even their true thoughts; they're just mimicking behaviors. Yep. It's just mindless behaviors that yep. they're just doing reflexively. Like they're not think this is not a conscious thing they're doing. It's the onset of what? It's just like what we were just talking about on lunch. Remember, I said how I'm literally rebelling against being that person yes. who everything is just a trigger response on autopilot. Man, by the age of 35, 90 percent of your responses, your emotional responses, your beliefs, your it's all programming. Yes. We're yes. we're not even consciously yeah. responding to things in our environment. Spastic sis. Like like he's <laughs> when he says this, I automatically say that. Yes. When she does this, I automatically go here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And because it's just a constant cycle. Yeah. And it all comes back to being present. Mm-hmm. The practice of actively being present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do we all self development? Self development is a thing. Self-develop, it's a sexy thing, and it's an admirable thing, and sometimes it's a very hard thing. Right now, my self-development is loving with patience and kindness. Yeah. Because one of the things that we do is we shoulder, and we we take the burdens of the world, and then we transfer to the people we love the most. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm doing right now is learning how to be present to not do those things. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to take the frustrations of the world and then because this person loves me. Yeah. I get to I get to, you know, spout 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 out. 
Is it spout? Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Spout off at the mouth and just say something to relieve some of that irritation that I feel because I couldn't say it to that person. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it with that person. Literally loving with just kindness and patience. And I realized something too that I didn't, we didn't talk about um, over lunch is I realized that this world is full of bruises to your ego, to your emotions, mm-hmm. to your, to your, you know, sometimes to your stability, to your finances. My job is to be the medicine to everyone's life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here mm-hmm. to fill you back up. I'm here to make you better. I'm here to make you feel good. Like my friend, um, she texted me the other day, like, cause you know, she doesn't have a car to get to work mm-hmm. and she's like, Hey, sorry to text you so early in the morning, but can you pick me up from work? This was, I mean, drop me off from work. And I was like, dang, I can't, you know, drop you off cause I'm leaving early. I said, do you need a money for lift? I thought about how many people that would have stopped with, like, I can't do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just not trying to resolve a problem problem for another person yeah, yeah you know what i mean it's not your problem i can't do it yeah no man i could just go on and on on this subject because i'm so passionate about mm-hmm. you know mutual benefits like mm-hmm. make your relationships mutually beneficial please like be a giver please. don't always you know if you just went to the bank and they just constantly taking fees out of your account you'll be like this is not the bank for me yeah you know what i mean you shouldn't just constantly be withdrawing. Like, you know, there there has to be some value for me to put my money here. Yeah. You know, do I get some interest? Do I get something? What am I getting? Absolutely. For my deposit. Yes. And that's how relationships should be. You All, the I mean? All the how time. All the time. How did I get off? It of don't matter. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be trying to route it back. Don't worry okay. about it. Yeah, I'm trying to bring it back home because I don't even know how I got on this thing, but... But we were just talking about spastic responses and how people automatically. Oh, yeah. And how, yeah, I'm trying to get my self-development right now is, you know, just loving without, you know, don't brag, don't boast what I was telling you. Don't, you know, love with patience, kindness and all those things. Absolutely. Because I realized I had become a part of the environment that I grew up in, not at home, but once I left home going out to, you know, high school and hanging out and, you know, going to bars and, you know what I mean? And having to be on the defense to defend myself in situations where I shouldn't have had to defend myself from. And now I found that some people were having to defend themselves from me, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, judging them from what they ate Mm. or, you know, not having patience for, you know, how they drove or you drive too slow or whatever it is. It's like, no, just be my medicine. You know what I mean? I don't need another critique from anyone. Yeah. 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 I think you, you, a life is well lived when you can be somebody's relief and solace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I, cause I, I told you one of the things I was working on was, you know, making sure people don't feel like they have to walk on eggshells around me and people know these are like things a certain way and we want to make sure we get it right. And that makes people very uncomfortable. You yeah. know what I mean? And it makes people, um, be afraid of you in a sense. Yeah. Although you, sure. you have absolutely no intent on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so tracing back, to why am I this way tracing back to why I like things a certain way and if they're not that way um why why do I respond in this way right, right? and so and it's uh, self-awareness yeah I mean you just can't get enough of self-awareness because soon mm-hmm. as you master one thing something else gonna pop up that you have to work on and th- that constant work toward it is so important I remember I was telling my therapist last week I was like 
I did the social experiment where I asked some people in my life what's one thing they think I should change about myself. I was like, because I am about to be the best in all of my relationships. I was like, I want to have the best relationships ever. And I want to make sure I work on everything. And, <laughs> and I can tell she shut you down. <laughs> I already know. I already know. Go ahead. I was like, I just want to make sure that I'm aware at all times of the way I'm making individuals, other people feel. And it's so important. And she's like, you're right. That's good. (laughs) But she's like, she's like, Lisa, you have to understand that love, it can be ugly. It can be devastating. It can be disappointing. It can be all of those things. And as hard as you work to try not to be that, you won't master it. She's like, you're bringing the same structure to your relationships now that you bring to other every other area in your life you're so structured she said stop trying to check a box listen stop trying to check a box i can't even answer i was just like i get it but (laughs) i and i've tried to tell you so many times i the way you are I don't now we say that we say that don't do this the way I am this is the way no, I, am. I don't believe in but that. I don't believe in that. that's what I'm saying I don't believe in it either unless who you are first of all you have good intention like they always say what is, is it true and is it kind mm-hmm. it's always true mm-hmm. from your point of view mm-hmm. like from from you know how you saw from your perspective or what, what you research And it's always kind. I've never seen you trying to be mean or belittle anyone. Just because the way you deliver information, some people can't swallow that pill. I don't think that's your problem. I really don't. Listen, (laughs) all I knew is that I didn't want nobody else's feelings to be hurt. And and I'm with her. Like, sometimes you, you can't avoid that. You can't go... You know what I mean? Like sidestepping because certain people are just more sensitive. Yeah, I mean, mean, it's been stressing me out. And and she's like, you need to get uncomfortable. She was like, so the thing we've been working on in therapy is me being emotional, being more emotional, uh, speaking from emotion, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, when you're emotional, when it's time to speak emotional, she was like, you'll be speechless. And I was like, yeah. Right. Because I always I had a friend recently tell me we were going back and forth about something. And he was like, of course, you're always going to have an explanation, Lisa, because you're intelligent. And I was like, he's like, you bring intelligence to everything. Like, you know what I mean? But so then he started telling me about something else. And I was literally speechless. And I was like, this is what my therapist meant. I know we probably should talk about because I remember I'm going to give y'all a good story. I'm going to give y'all a really good story. <laughs> they read I remember maybe like four summers ago, we were on the riverfront. Mm-hmm. And you, because I, I, people think you're not emotional and I think so. Remember you was I like, I think I am too. You are. You was like, whatever you want to say to your mother, let's walk to the water and tell her. You remember that? Yep, I do. And I'm just like, why people don't see this side? Like, And, <laughs> and we like, I think, did I write some things and throw it in the water or I don't know Damn, what we did. we sure did. That was your idea. Yeah, I remember. And you do a lot of things like that and I see when people, you know, thank you and you were just so humble. Like, I don't, it, it kind of makes me upset that people don't see the that, emotional side of you. Like, I'm, what? Like, you are. Just because you don't cry like I do or get teary-eyed, like, I, I don't know. That, I, I just don't. Get it. I don't but, get it. But you know the people who don't see it are the super beta people in my life who are really emotional. I don't really 
really emotional though. But but you're not. But no. But me and you are more alike than anybody else in my life. Like and so they nobody else sees it. They just say you're non-compassionate. You're black and white. Everything's that certain makes me way. so mad. And I'm I don't I never think and then like you that. buy into it and it's not true. It's not true at all. It's not true at all. But it is true for their perspective. You know what I mean? It's not true in general. No, it's not how you would describe me. But that's how I've made them feel. Nobody's feelings are wrong. And that's one of the things that I, I had to learn. You know, in my relationship, I wanted him to react to certain situations how I would react. So because you don't act in the same way that they would react, they think, oh, you're not this. Two people can look at one thing and one person can do one thing and then you like your resolutionary, like you're going to try to resolve it. That's your way of showing emotion. Like how, how we talk about people, like, I'll pray for you. To me, no, give me some action behind pray, your prayer. Like, right, right. What can you do that's tangible to help the situation as well as prayer? You will be on the phone trying to call somebody, trying to do this, trying to do that, trying to give money, trying to, you know, you'll start a whole campaign. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. And that's emotion to me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I've been really struggling with this emotion thing. I'm like, I ain't emotional. Yes, you are. Almost to me, a little too much. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when you were talking about the blue zones, I'm like, Lord, she's gonna get to the blue zones, she's gonna get in her feelings, and she's gonna move there. Like, <laughs> I'm losing my friend right now. Right. I'm losing. <laughs> I'm like, I know she's gonna be like, Jay. Oh my god, these people are so nice. We went out last night. Oh my god. <laughs> It's over. I'm out of here. This is where I should have been. I'm one blue you zone get the away. Here. I'm one blue zone <laughs> away. Oh my lord, she gonna get in her feelings and she gonna have a new resonance. All right, let me prep myself for this. <laughs> I am one trip away. I know, Lisa. I'm so halfway serious. <laughs> the, the new headquarters for the Black Health Academy is over in Loma Linda, California. Facts. I'm sorry. Facts, y'all. I'm get sorry. ready. I'm get sorry. ready. If y'all wanna. Go to, you know, Black Health Academy. Yeah, we are, we are no longer. Yeah, uh-uh, uh-uh. the foundation is about to be laid. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do think that's one thing that you can take off your to-do list. I, I feel like the people who don't get you by now, they just not going to get you. I, I just, okay. I'm just a fear fear of complacency. I just always want to be working towards being better. Yeah. And so that's the thing. Um, I, th- I think that's enough for day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know I, what I did? Remember when we was on the airplane? And we said that people hadn't made um, sugar and, like, fast food or obesity an immediate threat. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. That's one thing we didn't get a chance to talk about in the last episode. And I wanted to touch on that real quick because uh, I thought it was such a good point. Because I think, did I tell you on or off the podcast when I said my client said, um, the reason you haven't got to where you want to go is because you haven't... um, uh, built a a case against what you're trying to eradicate you haven't built a case for Mm -hmm. it and Mm -hmm. it's along those same lines you Mm -hmm. haven't built a case against sugar you haven't built a case against diabetes you haven't built a case against heart disease you also haven't made them immediate threats right right it just it seems like it's just a a small a little something you shouldn't do small irritation in my body you know in small doses yeah and that's one of the things that i read about too like things in small doses impact your life yeah don't wait for it just to knock you over the head yes you know what i mean it is an immediate threat is what we're saying and but it's hard for them to see that because they don't they don't drop dead from it immediately like you don't eat a cookie a cupcake or drink a Pepsi or eat a fried chicken wing and drop dead. So yeah. how can we get people to see that it is an immediate threat? I think the only way to see that it's an immediate threat is to um, 
really, really eradicate it from your life. And then if you reintroduce it, you will see, like, I can't, if I eat pure sugar, my head will start hurting. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I ate a fr piece of fried chicken right now, I will get super sick. Sometimes the only way to see things is to, just like a toxic environment, you go to peace and then you go back to this toxic, it's like, whoa, I didn't realize how much chaos I was in. Yeah. This affects my life. Like sometimes you have to remove yourself, and if you don't remove, I don't. I, is it really possible to see it? But like you just said, Jay, it's that easy and it's that hard. Eradicate sugar. I mean, just stop sugar. Just just stop fried foods. Just stop meat, so I can see how bad it At is. At least for, me. for a extended period of time. That's what I'm saying, Jay. It's that easy and it's that hard. If that's the way to finally see that this is no good for me, and that I can't just do it in moderation, and I can't just then I don't know if I'll ever be able to see it. Just like an abusive relationship. Like, I know I know some people have done it. I've done it in my younger life where you're in a bad relationship. You start dating and the person is good to you and nice to you, but you still got feelings for your old flame. Then you go around them and you be like, bruh, I can't get away from you fast enough. Mm -hmm. I It took me to see you again. Mm -hmm. It took me for, to be around a totally different person. And then come back to you and see you again mm -hmm. to realize you are nothing but poison. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's the best way. But while you're currently in it, it's extremely hard. Yeah. When you're small dosing that sugar. Yep. When you're small, you know what I mean? Like, you may have peace in your home, but you're constantly over your mother's house who got drama over your sister's house who got drama over there. And it's constantly in rotation in your life. Yep. It's hard to, to get out of that mindset that this is not the norm and that you don't deserve this and that you can do better. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, y'all have to understand that our health is our only is the only key to changing the future of our for our kids. It's the only key to ensure that you can live a life that's going to leave the planet and the world in a better place than what you found it. If you don't, if you're not psychologically mentally emotionally and physically healthy you can't do anything past that it's the it's, it's literally science it's literally pavlov's hierarchy of needs like okay you need clothing shelter like if you ain't have clothing and shelter and food right now you won't be listening to this podcast it's certain things that you need before you can do another thing mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying it's certain priorities certain boxes that got to be checked before something else can even be on your radar right you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying and so why you want to make an impact? Why you talking about the job you hate? Or when you talking about a relationship you want to be in? When you talking about these bills? When you talking about this house? We talk about a new car you want? When you talk about all this stuff you wanna you all you want to do is play your music for a living or cook for a living or sell your wares for a living? You can't do that if you ain't fully whole and healthy. Like you have to mm -hmm. check this box before you can get there. Mm -hmm. Y'all have to see that your health is the gateway. Yeah. Your health is the gateway to your success. Yeah, and. I, one thing I'm tired of hearing is that, what's the first line they say? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Like, first of all, hard, I don't think it's necessarily the word. I think it would, it's, it's not easy. I think it's not easy is the thing because like you said, manual, you know, versus automatic. Automatic. It's not easy because you're going into, you know, the manual phase and you have to think about this, but it's not hard. No, it's, not it's not hard. hard. Yeah. 
And it just forces you to be present all the time. And we yeah. used to we used to living in the past or the future. And yeah. so when you have to now presently think about what you're eating, how you're moving, what you're drinking, how you're sleeping, when you have to presently pay attention to your body, when you have to presently deal with cravings, and when you have to presently say no when all you want to do is say yes, and when you when you gotta presently say yes when all you wanna do is say no, then it's forcing you to perform in a conscious state yeah. and we don't realize how addicted to we are to going through life in a subconscious state with these past spastic reactions so that's that yeah. what we're saying that's gonna force us to not be on autopilot yeah and so when you're no longer on autopilot it's quote-unquote hard yeah that's right. what it is yeah exactly what it is so you know we got to get that like you said it's the lane. we got to get that out here it, it's not easy but it's I, I can tell you some things that are hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can tell you some things that are hard. And you, we all know hard things. Yep. Like you've been trying to get that promotion for 15 years. Listen. That's hard. That's bro. hard. That's hard. Yep. Because you have no control over that. Yep. You can you can do as much as you possibly can. But at the end of the day, it's up to someone else to see your value. Mm, 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 but mm, right mm. now, this thing is up to you. Mm, well, you put the assignment back on your to-do list. Yeah. So game changer, game changer. You don't even have to. One of one of the things, uh, uh, I think it was a TED talk or something. The best thing about health is that you don't even have to have talent. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jay. You don't say that's supposed to be a whole new episode. <laughs> you, okay, we can say that. You don't need talent for this. Oh, you know what I mean. You can excel at this without a lick of being gifted. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shots I'm fired. I'm just saying. You don't got to put your chef's hat on and get the, the Michelin stuff. Like, none of that. <laughs> you just have to have a desire to be. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the mugs ain't going to be kept. I'm ain't. done. <laughs> For real. Imagine if we relied on that. Oh, like, man. Oh, that is funny. <laughs> That's so accurate. It is accurate. You ain't got to go to no vocational school. Nothing. You, you ain't, ain't got to get, get certified in nothing. That's you can it. just do this without a liquor. You ain't got network to be like nothing. Nothing. None of the obstacles that prevent us from exceeding in other areas. In careers. Is, yeah. It's not here. All you have to do is listen, learn, and apply. That's it. Mm. That's it. All right. I'm about to play Harriet Tubman song because I'm done with this episode today. <laughs> I'm filled up. It, there's literally nothing left to be said. Happy Black History Month, man. Uh, yeah. Y'all do got one more episode coming before this month is out. So please enjoy. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We're going out one more time with a uh, stand-up from the Harriet Tubman soundtrack. Uh, before we do that, if you haven't already, please go get inside the Black Health Academy. We up to about 650 members right now. Thank you guys so much. Um, www.theblackhealthacademy.com. Join 100% free uh, online platform that delivers all the master classes the psychological fitness the workouts uh, the resources for us by us the blackhealthacademy.com until next time be well easy now i'm gonna be free or die i've been walking with my face turned to the sun Weight on my shoulders, a bullet in my gun. Oh, I got eyes in the back of my head, just in case I have to run.
Making the stars feel the night. That's when I'm gonna stand up. Take my people with me. Together we are going to a brand new home. Far across the river. Can you hear freedom calling? Calling me to answer. Gonna keep on keeping on. I can feel it in the miles to freedom would you like to pick a new name to mark your freedom Across the 